gonna go there. Not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But look, he's a criminal. I'm not saying he deserved to die. But just because they didn't deserve to die doesn't necessarily mean they deserve to be uh, uh, a saint. Yeah, sanctified. Fear not, dear listener. The path to enlightenment is before you. Leave the darkness behind. Open your eyes. Grab your spears. And brush your teeth. For you will be led to the battlefield, armed with sharp minds and fresh breath. Stand by. Welcome to the show dedicated to truth and liberty in the greater Cincinnati area. One small part of a larger movement for freedom pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience. Your hosts, Scott and Max, are here to help you to find the courage and resources to become uncancelable. This is Cancelled Out. Hey, yo, what's up? Good to go. Oh, all right, go to your bed. Go on, go to your bed. Go to your bed. Go to your bed. Sit. Good boy. Stay. <clears throat> all right, I'm ready when you are. Mm-hmm. Roll. What's up, dudes? Welcome back to Cancelled Out. Uh, after a bit of a hiatus, it's been, a, I guess it's probably been a couple of weeks since uh, the last time I, I recorded. I've been, oh, Burn y'all, out. y'all, if you only knew, if you only knew, <laughs> holy hell. Maybe one day I'll tell you the story of, of my life <laughs> outside of the podcast. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, but I've got Scott back with me. What's up, dude? Hey, that's awesome to have you back, man. Yeah, it's awesome. How have you been? What's been up to? Oh, you know my drama. Living, living life, man. Uh, just working a lot since I got that new job. Uh, it's keeping me busy, but it's going to mean good things for the show here soon. Ooh, so ooh, yeah. All right, cool. Good to know. Good to know. So, uh, yeah, but. Been uh, enjoying listening to it, uh, even though I'm away from it. Really uh, enjoyed you and the the co the guest hosts. Yeah, the other co. Did you uh, did you check out the? Uh, that was one of the other reasons was um, Empower You took a little bit of time for me. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know uh, how many of the listeners listen, but uh, did you check that out? Did you get a chance to? I didn't get a chance I think to. There's yet. a recording up yeah. somewhere, but I haven't found it yet. But if you go to uh, Empower You america.org Org, yeah. and that's empower the letter u america.org yep you uh you, you might find it if it's there yeah. i don't know it's been i haven't i haven't checked to see if i'm definitely gonna look since, for but, it i was bummed i missed it um just a, a bit of a recap it was a really interesting topic because we uh we did uh systemic woke suburban thuggery and it was me and rachel c-tech and if you guys uh you might you might recall our uh, our conversation with rachel c-tech a few months ago yep um she's fantastic uh, so she and I decided we were, uh, well, she invited me 
to come on and help with this. She's like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, well, there's a, the big thing for me right now is, is the, uh, uh, the, the aggressive nature of local Democrat politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the bullying, the intimidation, it just the insane things that go on. I'm just, I, right. I, it needs to be talked about. So yeah. we, we went over some, 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 uh, some test case or some cases, you know, some sample cases of uh, the things that go on locally, um, and it was a yeah, it was it was a hell of a yeah arrangement. So. I don't I don't doubt it whatsoever. Got to pause it right there because this is not going to work with the bone. <laughs> not with the. We are now. So yeah, if y'all hadn't had a chance to check that out, it was a really good conversation. Um, and I actually got to meet an Ohio school board member oh, cool. um, while I was there. Learned a lot from him, so that was yeah. interesting. I got to talk to some great people there. So, uh, but that, among the many other projects I'm working on, still <laughs> still doing Chronicles work, of course, and a couple other uh, research projects and other things that I want to work on that is not political related. Right. <laughs> Wait, you have a life outside of politics? I know. Weird. <laughs> I thought so. politics was life. Oh, God. I really wish it wasn't. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I'll tell you what, too. When Facebook went down, I was like, wouldn't it be great if it just didn't come back up? Right? I mean... That'd be awesome. Like, see, I know that's like a, a... Like, it's something... It's an easy thing to say, especially if you're somebody who's not necessarily going to quit Facebook, which I'm not. Right. But at the same time, I'm like... I mean, if everybody's off of it, then well, it's right. like it doesn't matter You've, that you, it doesn't you exist. just liberate society right. by doing that. <laughs> right. So. See, to me, it was completely transparent. I was at work all day. I didn't find out about it till like 8 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, that would have been interesting. Yep. <laughs> and it was weird because, like, I mean, I, I get on Facebook all the time just because I'm, you know, usually I'm using it to help prep the show, right? Yeah. So, like... Uh, whenever stories come up or whatever that I want to talk about, I try to make sure that right. I save them in my, you know, and I and I usually find that stuff on Facebook and some of the pages I follow and whatever sure. else, right? So, you know, that's that's just, but you know, for whatever reason that day I wasn't looking at Facebook, and well, you couldn't anyway, <laughs> and I couldn't anyway, but I didn't even try, so I didn't even realize until like it was pretty much almost over with, yeah, and I was like. Oh man, I didn't even really get to enjoy it. Right. <laughs> so we we need that was a dry run. We need another run at it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Facebook, yeah. come no on. No kidding. No kidding. Hook us up again. So anyway, all right. What do you say we get into some of these stories for the week? Let's do it. Um, some of them are things that we will uh, catch up on from uh, some of the weeks that we've missed. But uh, this first story, of course, is real sad. Uh, out of uh, from uh, WCPO Cincinnati is uh, an eight-year-old um, in uh, Suffolk, Virginia, mm. who um, got COVID and... I'm sorry, 10-year-old. It was a 10-year-old. Got COVID and uh, passed away. So mm. um, uh, she, they, uh, they said that their 10-year-old daughter was healthy before she contracted the va- virus. Now they're urging other parents to honor their daughter by getting vaccinated. Um, again, it's... Now, the media is going to, of course, push these stories. Yep. Absolutely. But these are anecdotes, not data. Right. All right? And even, But even within the anecdote is some data that's worth pointing out. Sure. Absolutely. So first off, they say that she was healthy before she contracted the virus. Well, if you see the picture of her, which, of course, they're not going to uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they don't. They don't even show like you have to click to find the picture. Of course, she's a heavy little girl. Yeah. Um, now that does not, of course, mean that she uh, should have died from COVID. No, it's no. not often that a uh, uh, an obese child just dies from a virus. Right. Right. Um, so, but she is in a more at risk category with Absolutely. her weight. All right. Absolutely. So to say that she was healthy before. <clears throat> Yeah, what it seems a bit disingenuous. Number one, right? I was gonna say what by what standard, right. Are you measuring quote unquote healthy? And and the other thing is, and check check me on this because you might know better than me as far as vaccines go. Mm-hmm. But how much, if at all, does a vaccine keep you from spreading a virus? Because, and I've I, I I've I, uh, I've brought this up before because uh, one of our guests uh, brought it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, oh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody had brought this up a while back, and I can't remember who. I'm sorry. Um, but I'll just say that I'm not going to take credit for it. But what they had said was, if you get the vaccine, it doesn't mean, like, there's this invisible barrier that keeps viruses out. Right. It just keeps them from having such an impact. Yes. And for you experiencing some more severe symptoms. Yes. Because your body is used to fighting the symptoms and fighting the virus. Yes. That's what the vaccination does. Yeah. Right? Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, does it weaken that virus too before it potentially spreads to somebody else? Not necessarily. No, that, that's and, that's and, based on individual health, really. Okay, and even still, and this was the point that had been brought up that I can't remember who to give credit to. Um, the other point is, if you get the vaccine, mm-hmm. then. When you get the virus, you don't necessarily know it because you're not experiencing symptoms, right. and then you're going out into the world. Whereas if you right. don't get the vaccine and then you experience symptoms, what do you do? You stay home and you don't spread it. Right. Right. Um, it would seem like I, I I I guess I could see that maybe the vaccine would um, potentially not be at, or the, I'm sorry, the virus wouldn't be as extreme after it left your body if you were vaccinated and it mm. was fighting the virus. I mean, I guess I could see that. I don't yeah. know. But I, my point is, is that it doesn't seem as simple as that. It doesn't. Am I wrong? I mean, it doesn't seem as simple as get the vaccine and everybody's suddenly protected from potentially it, any virus that could come out of you. Right. It's absolutely not. So we see this every year with the flu here in this part of the country specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, we have flu vaccines, but this flu vaccine may cover one, maybe two, maybe three strains of the flu. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that you won't get the flu? Absolutely not. Does that mean you can't spread the flu? Absolutely not. Right. Because viruses mutate. They take on different forms, whatever else. Well, guess what? If you have a vaccine for a flu strain that is not part of the mutated flu strains, you're going to get, you're still going to get the flu. That's why you still get sick with, mm-hmm. with viruses and things like this because they mutate and everything else. You, this is literally chasing a needle in a haystack that you will never be able to catch. This is why we can't get rid of the flu. I just watched an episode of South Park like that where there was the, you know, the guitar guitar Quiro episode. (laughs) And at one point, like, uh, they stopped, uh, the one, I guess, Stan or whoever it was, they stopped playing and they become addicted to another game yeah. where they have to shoot themselves with heroin. And the more they shoot <laughs> yeah. themselves with heroin, the closer they get to the dragon. Exactly. But they never can catch the right. dragon. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and that's that's exactly kinda what, what it feels is. like. It's kind of what it feels well, like. Well, that's exactly what it is. I mean, here's and here's a real life instance. So I was I had COVID. 
I'm not vaccinated. I'm no bones about it, whatever else. The thing about this is uh, the person who we narrowed it down to who I got sick from, I did not have contact with before I, so I had contact with them and then they got sick the next week. I worked, I worked every single day that next week. I worked every single day the week after that. Mm-hmm. So for two weeks, I had not had contact with that person. The third week, I got I tested positive. So, you know, you can carry these things before they actually become before they manifest. Yeah, yeah. Be, before you manifest symptoms. And this person, when I had contact with them, showed no symptoms other than just feeling like garbage. Yeah. And, and that was all that they said. Like, I just don't feel good. And so here I was, um, that third or that second week, working with a different person. And that person was around me. We were sitting in a vehicle together for a good portion of the day, working in in fairly close quarters. Well, I had no symptoms, was showing no symptoms, but I was carrying it clearly because they got sick. And then they were out the same time I was. Mm -hmm. So this is one of these, this is how these things get passed along. And we just can't stop it. Well, and I understand the the, the argument of, of herd immunity. And there's a, there's a point Absolutely. when herd immunity is supposed to take effect, yes. right? Um, but are you telling me, and I understand we haven't necessarily reached herd immunity, right. at least as far as what we're being told. Right. But isn't there a point when so many people have gotten the vaccine, if it's so successful, where so many people have gotten the vaccine that we at least see it have an impact? And they keep, I mean, they keep talking about how COVID is so, is just as bad, if not worse in a lot of ways than it was, you know, this time last year or back in December or whenever the worst of it was, right? Yeah. And it's like, then the masks aren't working and the vaccine isn't working. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't there a point when it's at least showing to have an impact? I mean, if... I would think anyway. So you, in a vacuum, yes. Because you would have to get the virus to a point of not mutating again, right. which we know we can't stop. Well, we, I remember when we were talking, and I don't know if you uh, were on with me on that episode, but we were talking about the, uh, the, the, the doctor that talked to the school board. Oh. You remember that a couple months ago? I think it was in Indiana. Yeah. That he was, was talking about if you don't administer vaccines the right way, mm-hmm. it can have the opposite effect right. and it can mutate the virus instead of uh, uh, neutralizing it. Right. So. Yeah. And one of my favorite memes going around Facebook, and it's so true, and it has to do kind of bringing us back to this little girl um, who unfortunately passed away uh-huh. um, being overweight. The meme says, what if we mandated healthy food and exercise for all of the obese people in America, just like we are vaccines. Mm-hmm. What would the conversation be then? Yeah. And there's a point to be made there. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. because the number one killer of people in the United States is obesity linked to other health issues. Sure. But if you trace back, most of the people are obese or at least overweight. Right. So being obese we don't is talk an about indicator. That. Being obese is an indicator. It, being obese in and of itself may not necessarily be the thing that is unhealthy, right? Um, what well, is unhealthy? Well, it is. But um, what I'm saying is, is, is the 
it, uh, I'm not saying it very well. All I'm, all I'm trying to, all I'm getting at is that it, it, more than anything, it's an indicator of the things that are going on on the inside. Oh, sure. Or more than likely going on on Absolutely. the inside. Absolutely. Right? And that's, you know, the bad knees, that's right. the uh, high blood pressure, right. that's the potential for diabetes and heart disease right. and all the other things that go with obesity. Yeah. Right? Obesity is just the thing that happens just like the other things that happen. Sure. Right? Um, it doesn't seem to me like that. I, I don't necessarily consider that to be the cause. The cause is the behavior that led up to it. Right. Right. For sure. So it's just, to me, it's easier to go to the root of it or better to go to the root of it to solve. Oh, absolutely. Problems. And you know, obesity, if you would address that, you're right. If you would address that, right. If you were to mandate healthy diets or exercise or both, right. You know what I mean? How much of an impact would COVID have on the population? Right. A lot less, right? Because everybody is—you don't see the young and healthy coming down with these in the same numbers you do. Yeah. Obesity is similar to, as we've talked on the show, when we've talked to death. I know I have um, the age difference in susceptibility to getting COVID. Mm-hmm. The older you are, the more susceptible you are to COVID and every other sickness and illness and whatever else that there is out there. Obesity is that same thing. But the difference is, too, obesity is something, one, you can control, and two, affects a much bigger population than just age does. Yeah. So, And I hate to say this because I know these parents are grieving, and I'm, and I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry for what they're going through. I wish they oh, were yeah, going through it. Absolutely. However, they are blaming the unvaccinated for the right. death of their kid. Of course they are. All right? Of course. And well, it's a heavily blue county in Virginia, so well, it's sure. not surprising. Right. So, I, but and all I can say in response is, is first off, I'm not going to not defend myself. No. I wouldn't expect other unvaccinated people to not defend themselves. I'm not responsible for the death exactly. of your child because I'm unvaccinated. Right. I'm just not. Right. And if you're looking to point fingers like that, exactly. If we're going to point fingers, I hate to mm-hmm. do this, but if you decide that we need to point fingers, mm-hmm. I might suggest, I might suggest <laughs> that perhaps. This child's diet was inappropriate. I would and not even suggest. Let that. me tell you this: I am not responsible for your child's right. diet. You, you are. And you know, look, parents are flawed. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, so I'm not gonna, you know, I, I, I don't want to make a federal case out of it and go. These people didn't uh, no. feed, their, feed their daughter veggies, and now their daughter is dead. Let's throw them in prison. No, right. that's not what I'm saying. Right. But what I am saying is, if we're going to go around pointing fingers, right. and we're going to get to the root of the problem, my bet is, I would bet my next year's paycheck mm-hmm. that if that kid was eating right, right, and was in a appropriate weight. Mm-hmm. And was exercising and all the things that a person should do to, to be, you know, and was otherwise healthy. Right. She would not have died from COVID. Yeah, there's a pretty good chance. Um, and I, I don't see how more people getting vaccinated would have kept that from happening anyway. It would. And even if it could, you can't possibly trace it. I can trace her diet mm-hmm. exactly Absolutely. to where who's responsible for it. Absolutely. So, all right, we spent more time on that story than we should have, but uh, here's a. <laughs> another act of vandalism uh this one out of uh ap uh, associated press george floyd memorial statue uh in new york city was defaced again oh yeah oh, poor guy he just can't catch i'm not i'm not gonna go there i'm not gonna go there not gonna go there too soon i'm gonna stop too soon. I'm gonna stop. but look <laughs> no not really he's a criminal <laughs> yeah 
I don't I'm know. not saying you deserve to die. No, nobody But just is. because they didn't deserve to die doesn't necessarily mean they deserve to be... Uh, uh, a saint? Yeah, Sainted? sanctified. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he was a criminal. Right, an absolutely. abuser. Yeah. I mean... He, he pointed a loaded gun at a pregnant woman's stomach and threatened to pull the trigger. Right. This is the guy that we want to idolize? You don't put us... Now, now, does that mean I condone um, uh, uh, defacing... The statue? No. No, I don't condone illegal. it, but at the same time, I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the big takeaway. I mean, prosecute. I don't care. I guess. You know, do I right. mean, enforce the law, I guess. Right. But honestly, uh, you know, Man. when he gets out of jail, I'll probably buy him a beer. <laughs> right. And I'll say, you shouldn't have done that. Right. But I get it. Right. You know what I mean? Because he didn't hurt anybody. Right. All he did was deface a statue of a criminal. Right. Eh. 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 I mean, this, you know, we we, we can tear down statues of General Lee. Right. You know, and everybody thinks those people are heroes for doing that, but somebody spray paints a criminal. Whatever. Yeah. Um,. There's this other one here. This one's from CNN. Uh, Museum lent an artist $84,000, and he kept the money and called it art. He basic and he called the piece. Uh, it was a conceptual piece, and he called it "Take the Money and Run." Uh, and it was basically. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> see, here's the thing. The picture shows like basically a blank whiteboard. But I don't even know if he presented that. I almost get the sense that the art that he is saying is that he took the money and ran right. it and then titled it. That's well, that was what I was gonna say. Like, so I'm assuming I don't know because I'm not definitely not in the industry of museum exhibits and things like that. But I'm assuming he spoke with the museum representatives, whomever, to discuss said art piece. He tells them, the title of my piece is Take the Money and Run. Mm-hmm. He convinces them... Well, he hasn't. There's a, there's a dispute now. Well, yeah. yeah, but... They had something else in mind. Okay. They had some other project lined up, and he said this was better, so he went with that instead. And I mean, this is it. way better, because he convinced these people to give him money, and he's gone. Well, he's, con- <laughs> he's claiming it's better for them, too, that they got a better art piece of art out of it. I mean, I don't know about that because but that's what he's claiming. This whole and they're, thing of course, is not art to begin with. Well, no, that's um, modern art for you because modern modern art it, is a yeah. sham. Right. It's a it's a uh, uh, money laundering scheme. That's right. all it is. Absolutely. Um, but the fact that <laughs> this whole thing is titled such as what he did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. You and, cannot make. You know why did they lend him the money? Doesn't even say. They they I don't know I don't I, yeah I don't remember I already closed like, the, I already yeah, closed the article like, I, I, yeah that's my question why they just they had a contract with them or something to but do they normally just lend money out like <laughs> I don't know that it was lent to them I think it was just the agreement was <clears throat> we pay you eighty four thousand dollars and you put together this art piece for us. sure and he said okay my art piece is take the money and run <laughs> and then just left it at that and didn't say anything right. else right. So now they're claiming he stole it and it stole the money. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of more on his side. Right? Like, you got played, player. You are in a stupid business. Well, like, yeah. Why would you get into this business? If you're in the business of modern art and you're shelling out $84,000 for modern art, 
he might as well have just called it take the money and <laughs> right. run for the kind of thing he would have put together otherwise. Right. Have you seen modern art? Right. It ain't eighty four thousand dollars worth. <laughs> right. It's a it's a it's a money laundering scheme. That's what it's about. Oh man. We That's gotta talk so about good. Merrick Garland, of course. Of this, course. I don't I don't want to be a downer. I, I can't but stand this, this guy. This this scares me. Yeah. That we're here. That we have a federal government that wants to use the FBI against mm-hmm. parents who challenge uh, CRT, who challenge yep. COVID restrictions. So this one... But uh, it's not fascist. It's not fascist. Right. <laughs> this one from USA Today. The, quote, disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats against school board members and staff should be discouraged and prosecuted when appropriate, Attorney General Merrick Garland said this week in a memo to the FBI and state attorneys general. While spirited debate about policy matters is protected under our Constitution, that protection does not extend to threats of violence or efforts to intimidate individuals based on their views. Days earlier, the National School Board Association asked for uh, an investigation by the Justice, Education, and Homeland Security Departments, as well as assistance from the FBI to maintain safety for school board members, staff, and students. The unruly and sometimes violent episodes at public meeting plus death threats toward elected members has risen to a form of domestic terrorism and hate crimes, the association said in the October 1st letter to President Joe Biden's administration. All right, first thing we got to point out. Mm -hmm. A lot of school board members, politicians, um, they lie. (laughs) No. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've heard of this. But elected officials, they tend to lie about things. Oh. Um, so when they say that they're being harassed or threatened or whatever, um, I've seen them. They lie. Right. Weird. They'll they'll say that. Why would they lie? They'll about they'll such get an e- they'll get an email criticizing them for their position, for their policies, for right. their behavior, for whatever. Right. And it'll be spirited. Sure. And you know, harshly worded. Sure. But. Nothing more than that. And they will still call it a threat and send it to their security team. No. So this spike? Eh. Right. I don't know that that spike really exists. Right. Now, what I do see is threats coming from the other side. Legit (laughs) threats coming from the other side. (laughs) Yeah. Not just legit threats. Actual doxing. Actual violence coming from the other side. Right. So I don't know what violence you're talking about. I yeah. haven't seen these violent school board meetings. No. Uh, it would have been nice for you to point one out. And right. Say, I was going to hey, say. These, give, ones, these things are happening such as. Give an example. An example would have been helpful, please. <laughs> um, the classes of, uh, continuing on from USA Today, the classes have centered on COVID-19 protocols as well as how classrooms address race, equity, social justice, and sexual equality. School Board Association identified more than 20 instances in various states. Oh, here's some examples that you might be able to look into. Where controversy led to assaults, threats, or uh, arrests to board members or school staff. Uh, threats against public servants are not only legal, they run counter to our nation's core values, Garland said. So anyway, uh, he now wants to use uh, the FBI to threaten parents right. who challenge CRT and COVID. Right. Like, it had been one thing if he said, hey, things are really heating up mm-hmm. on both sides and we're seeing some, you know, and I, I hate to, I hate the both sides crap because I don't think it's both sides. I think it's right. one side. But it had been one thing if he just said, we need to take a look at all sides of these debates and sure. make sure none of them are engaging in behavior that is illegal, right. threatening, 
whatever that is not constitutionally protected speech. And that's that have been one fair. Thing, but that's not what they're doing. They're right. specifically targeting one side and ignoring any of the threats and violence that go on on the other side. Oh, absolutely. So, and not only that, they're being labeled these people, these parents, so these private citizens standing up to elected officials are being labeled as domestic terrorists yep. for doing exactly that for opposing a politician in a position you're being labeled a domestic terrorist yep. being a terrorist is a federal crime you can be tried in federal court as a terrorist yep. and so <clears throat> this is the label that we're giving private citizens now for standing up to their local governments yeah that's insane after years of antifa and blm terrorist activities and right parents who are standing up against crt and right and and, and mandates are are the terrorists right we know i mean and this is all this is going to do what this is going to do is it's going to embolden these leftists oh yeah this is the thing this is exactly what they want it's not funny but when the left tries to play victim Mm -hmm. you know what i mean when they say oh some person said something racist or whatever right right um whose side does the system come down almost 100 percent of the time in those disputes yep always on the left yep so to act like you're brave for coming forward and telling your story oh, when right. you have the entire system on your side the <laughs> right. time, right. give me a break. Yeah. I've always said it, it's the what the easiest political position to take is I'm a liberal because it literally means absolutely nothing. It means yeah. whatever you want it to mean. Yep. So <laughs> there's no bravery in that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and furthermore, Biden is appointing uh, uh, CRT supporters to his education department, uh, particularly this uh, precious McKesson. Gosh. Um, all right. I, I know. I know I shouldn't say this, but I'm not I'm not able to take you seriously. No. With a name like that. Nor should you. I know you didn't choose that name, but you haven't exactly changed it either. Uh, right. Um. And you probably would have chosen that name, <laughs> right. Precious. I mean, come on. This is this is. Come on. It's 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 aggrandizing. Yeah. And unnecessarily, it's. I mean, your identity is something so. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's it's really it's really cringy yeah. when, oh. when people have these yeah. kind of names. You know, Rainbow and Precious and Apple and. Yeah. Not these only are, that, like it's pretentious. It's it's irritating. It's. I know it has nothing to do with the topic at hand. It's just I got yeah. pointed out as all is is I cannot take you. Seriously. Why would you do that to your child? That's my question. That's always been my question with well, this kind of stuff. She ended up in a pretty high position anyway, didn't well, she? Well, that's probably due. To, that's probably due more so to the fact that she has female genitalia and that she's more than likely of a certain skin tone. Yeah, she is black. Weird. And 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 this was an op-ed that she had posted as it relates to CRT. Um, she says that uh, Republicans have made CRT a political boogeyman without actually knowing what it is. Simply put, CRT examines social, cultural, and legal issues as they relate to race and racism. Uh, students would be taught about the systemic racism that still exists today and permeates our society. And it's like, okay, show me. Mm-hmm. That's a theory. That's a hypothesis. Right. This is not inherently true. People just accept this stuff as inherently true, and right. it's not. Right, a systemic racism that still exists today and permeates our society. Demonstrate it, please. Right. What system? Point right. to me the system and the specific policies and procedures that they engage in that are discriminatory. Right. That are racist. Right. And if you say it's because more blacks end up uh, being arrested than whites, that's not enough. 
That's simply not enough, especially since yeah. the Democrats have gone in and destroyed the black community the way they have. Whoa, you don't want to have that conversation. They have. The Democrats <laughs> have, have destroyed black culture in this country. Since they could do it to anybody. They could do it to white people, too. And if you do that, you yep. can you can really cause damage that's long-lasting. Mm -hmm. And that can create a crime problem in any group of people. Right. I mean, LBJ, the... the, the <laughs> The quote that's attributed to LBJ, I don't mm -hmm. know if he actually said it or not, but when they implemented the Great Society, basically saying, I'll have black people voting Democrat for generations to come. He was not wrong about yep. that. And except he said ninjas, except well, he didn't say ninjas. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I say, that's been attributed to him. Right. I don't know. It was, it was in, a, I forget which but, one, but it was written in a book from somebody yeah, who uh, was apparently was there. Supposedly And there. heard him say it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise no, me. It doesn't either, matter if he way. actually said it or not, because his his history was one yeah, of uh, being anti-black. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, he wasn't out and out racist. Suddenly, so. yeah. So suddenly, he just changes his mind. Are we supposed to believe that wasn't for political reasons? Right. I mean, give me a break. And, right. I mean, to his I, <laughs> credit, I guess, but his legacy is. I mean, it, it is absolutely true. Yeah. That we're seeing this exasperated today. Yep. I mean, um, getting uh, starting to get more local, starting uh, at the Ohio, Ohio level. Uh, Turning Point uh, founder Charlie Kirk endorsed J.D. Vance for the uh, Ohio U.S. Senate race. I'm happy about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I know that there's still a lot of anti um, J.D. Vance guys out there. There always will be, you and, know, because he's not establishment. But the people I hear it from are not establishment either, like on the ground. Well, the people I talk to, they are not, they are pro Trump, they are anti establishment, but it's because he was so anti Trump at one point that they don't like him. And see, and I, we've talked about that. Yeah, and we've talked about it. It's yeah. just silliness. Well, we got to get behind these people. We, this is the thing. And I, I even liken this to my pastor at my church. I don't agree with everything that man says, but do I support him a million percent because I believe in what he is doing? But to say to about any single person in this world that you agree with who they are as a human, a hundred percent of what they say and everything whatever else do. is just stupid. Right? You can't. You can't do right. that. But and when you when you're playing that stupid game with politicians and within the party that's where we get into the this is why we lose elections but at the same time you don't want to be duped <laughs> absolutely right? because we've been duped by the enemies of the world and I the get Susan collins of the world right but so those that's people... what people are concerned about but to me it's like you know what put your bet put your money on the non-career politicians like jd vance if you're going to put your money on anybody, right? I mean, to me, the yeah. real issue with those people is not that they were not conservative all along; it's that they weren't conservative all along, and they're in it for a career. Sure, J.D. Vance may or may not have been conservative all along. He may be conservative now. He may not be as conservative as I'd like him to be, or libertarian, or whatever right. as I'd like him to be. That all may be true. Right. What he isn't is a career politician, at least right now. Sure. And. To me, that is enough to say. Right. <clears throat> you you can be anti-Trump and still not an establishment player. Yeah. Right. Now JD Vance is pro-Trump now. Right. At least he says he is, and I don't necessarily have a reason to 
not believe that. Right. Um, maybe he's changed his mind because he's trying. I mean, because tr- he's trying to win and run maybe. for office, and you can't you can't win the Republican right. uh, as a Republican uh, right. and be an anti-Trumper these days, right? Unless you're an establishment, right? Absolutely. And he's not established, so right. You know, so maybe he's playing that game. I don't know. Um, right. But but does at the it same really, time, does it matter? If, well, if, if, if it he, would. If he gets in there, because this is this was the same thing that I did with Trump. I was not pro-Trump before he won the Republican nomination. I was. I did not believe what Trump said. I didn't want, you know, and whatever else. Now, I was very happily wrong mm-hmm. after he won the presidency and how he governed. Because he governed far more conservative than the conservatives, supposed conservatives or Republicans that we've had in office yeah. since the 80s. So I'm more than happy with the result, but I was not convinced going in. But but you can only but go JD off Vance of what went he beyond says. being uh, untrusting of <clears throat> Trump and sure. claiming and, and and playing the race card. Sure, and that's where I understand. I understand the anti-vancers when it comes to that. It's like, how do you suddenly? How are you suddenly not that guy anymore? Who's going to play the race card? Like, I haven't seen him explain that, well, and I wouldn't mind seeing him explain sure, that. But again, at the same fair. time, if he doesn't, right? Are we, I'm trying to. What are the options? What are the other options? Exactly. That's right? my other. That's another. So, point. who else is he running against? Who else has put their name in? Um, uh, the one chick um, who's a big. Uh, um, I don't remember her name. She's she's a big wig in the Ohio Republican Party, yes. and she is uh, as uh, she's close to Dewine. She's a big fan of Dewine. Yeah, I forget her I name. I can't but remember. Her I don't name think either. she's going to end up getting the, the the nod. I really hope she doesn't. Um, I, yeah, because sorry, but if you're that close to Dewine, <laughs> no thank you. See, that's yeah. the point, right? Exactly. Who are you going to put your money on? You're going to put your money on the uh, establishment Dewine Republicans, mm-hmm. or are you going to say, you know what? Maybe a shakeup, even if it's not the best, even if it's not my favorite flavor, is the way to go. That's how we got Trump. Right. That's how we got Trump. So I think we just got to bite the bullet and go, let's go all in on J.D. Vance. Yeah. He's, worst comes to worse, he becomes a, a st- an establishment politician. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that that's as appealing to people who are businessmen. Right. Entrepreneurs, people who build things. Right. You know no. what I mean? All you, the only job, in my opinion, of a politician is to sit there and do nothing. Please, I, right? If you if, hope, if anyway. I if I were to if I were to ask you to do anything at all, it'd be please do nothing, mm-hmm. right? So, and entrepreneurs are not a big fan of doing nothing, right? And when they get in, it's not like they're doing nothing. They're putting a lot of work right. to keep the government from doing things. That's a lot of work. Exactly. I understand, so that's fine. But at the same time, it's not exactly productive. You're right. not producing anything. Exactly. And entrepreneurs love to produce, mm-hmm. and. I don't know J.D. Vance. I don't know what motivates him, but I do know what motivates entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I am willing to bet that his concern is is being a public servant, like Trump wanted to be a mm-hmm. public servant. He'd, he'd accomplished so much, it's like, mm-hmm. might as well be a public servant too. Right. You know, add that to my <clears throat> list of accomplishments. Right. Right. I can see that being J.D. Vance's motivation, where sure. he's like, look, I've accomplished a lot. Yeah. Now let's see if I can be a public servant and accomplish that too. Right. You know, and I even asked him when I, I think I, you were there, right? Mm-hmm. I even asked him because that was, that was one of the things that really pushed me to go, okay, I think I could get on board with this guy. Mm-hmm. I asked him directly during his, uh, uh, his, uh, uh, talk that he gave, um, at the Patriot Center a few mm-hmm. months ago, where do you see yourself, uh, 
in uh, uh, in politics for the rest of your life? How mm-hmm. do you see yourself in politics for the rest of your life? And he's like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I see myself doing this maybe one or two terms and getting out. Getting out. Right? So, which is great. That's what you, that, to me, that's what you want. That's, that's what you would exactly. like to see. So, um, I, I heard that and I went, and I could see that, right? I, it's believable. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's believable because he uh, is a self-made man who yeah. doesn't, he doesn't already, need politics. Politics doesn't do anything for him. He right. can achieve without it. He he has a business. He has a Yale law degree. He doesn't need politics. This guy could go anywhere in the world and be successful because of his achievements he has going into office. Mm-hmm. Just like Trump, he could go anywhere and be successful. Yep. And I believe his his I believe almost word for word his answer to you was if I can't, if there is something I can't accomplish in eight years then apparently I can't get the job done, so I'm going to step uh, down. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Yep. So, and, and I'm going to step down and let somebody else take up yep. the job and let them do it. Yeah, That's what... I, I couldn't ask for anything better from a politi- from somebody who wants to be a, a... or who is a candidate. That won me over 100% yeah. because yeah. that's one of the biggest flaws well, in our system. Humbling. It was, is, it, was, it, was, it was a humble is, statement. Yes, and it was. and so. But that... That's a whole different attitude from somebody who goes into politics to make a name of it for themselves mm-hmm. and somebody like him who, you know, whether it be because he intended to by writing his memoir and publishing it or whatever, yeah. he already has a name. So he doesn't care to make a name for himself in politics. And again, I I, I, I mean, I'll just repeat it briefly and then we got to move on because I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> hammer this point too much. But I, I, I understand the point that he made a stupid argument about Trump being racist or some crap like sure. that uh, back uh, in 2016. Um, and he was very much anti-Trump. Sure. Um, being anti-Trump is not by any means for me a deal breaker. Right. That's. I mean, there's so many people who have converted to being pro-Trump yeah. who used to be anti-Trump. Absolutely. So it is not a deal breaker for me at Absolutely. all that anybody ever was or even is still an anti-Trumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now it's closer because it's like, okay, you're not paying yeah. attention to the evidence and how successful he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm getting at. Like, right. there's got to be an avenue for. Yeah. There's got to be a path, right? To to to, for lack of a better term, see the light. Right. Um. But I can see how people would be like, okay, but I want to know what he was thinking. Sure. Did he change his mind? Did he decide that that he was? Did he? Does he admit that his his uh, he was playing the race card and and was was playing the same stupid game that the Jesse Jacksons and Al Sharptons right. of the world play? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can see wanting to know that answer, but I don't need to know the answer to that so badly. The thing to keep in mind is is he may or may not have said something at some point to address that. Mm-hmm. And how often are you supposed to? Right. Right? Right. Instead of focusing on the stuff that you are running for, how often are you supposed to constantly defend yourself for a stupid thing you may or may not have said? Right. Not may or may not have have said. Have said. Right? Yeah. How how often are you supposed to defend yourself and how, how much is that supposed to follow you? Right. Right? So... That's why it doesn't bother me as much. I get right. why. I get why it frustrates people. But to me, it's like... I... I... I Having so many non-starters means you never start. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the big point. I can't get stuck in that. You right. guys can feel you need to get stuck on it, so be it. I can't get stuck in that. Right. No, I mean, it's that situation of, okay, fine. So we're going to have this guy who 
by all accounts of what he says today would fit right in right in the conservative realm. Yeah. We're going to have this sort of Damocles sitting over his head because of what he said several years ago. How do we know that he wasn't just pissed off about something in his personal life and said something stupid on Twitter? How do we know he wasn't drunk? We don't know any of these things. There could be so many extenuating circumstances. I'm not making excuses for him, but there are so many unanswered things that we don't know about that led to him making this tweet that really, at the end of the day, don't even matter in the first place. No. Like, no. <laughs> so, we're gonna, all you're doing so we're is, not going to elect him over yeah, this. Like, come uh, on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And, and <laughs> you know, I, I, at this point, like, I don't want to, I don't want to cut my nose to spite my face. Exactly. And it's so if silly. he's the one with the best chance and he is an outsider and he's an entrepreneur and all these other things going for him. Yeah. I'm not going to die on the, oh, but he hated Trump once. Right. Though. Give me a break. Oh, but he called Trump a racist. Right. Hill. I'm not even going to die on that one. And in, you know how I am about calling people sure. racist. I can hate it. When absolutely. Do that. To me, absolutely. To me, calling somebody mm. racist now has the same power over that person that calling somebody the N word. Absolutely. Uh, you know, decades ago mm-hmm. had over the person being called the N word. Yeah. I mean, if anything, so maybe. You no, know I it. hate that. Word. Yeah, for sure. And I feel no differently. If anything, maybe look at it this way. At least he can think for himself. At least he, he, at some point, I assume, because we don't know for sure, but I assume he weighed all of the evidence that he had at that time, thought it through, it critically came to a decision and said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Some people just change their minds like sure. altogether and like change their ideology. Well, and it's, it's I mean, like remember said, when we had Sam on? Yeah. I mean, look how, I mean, that was, a, he was a Bernie bro. Right. You know? Exactly. He was a Bernie bro who voted for Trump in 2020. Exactly. And, so and people see, change their minds. It happens. Right. Well, just like we talk about when we talk about kids making mistakes and then adults wanting to hold them accountable for this kind of stuff and whatever else, when those adults were never held accountable for the same kinds of things when they were kids. But it's all part of growing up. Yeah. It's no different with political ideology, with with moral thinking, with religious thinking, with anything else. If you stay static through your whole life, I don't really think that you've grown to in, to be a wise person. Yeah. You because you haven't thought it through. If you can't change your mind over some things, maybe not everything, and depending on where you you know what authority you give to people, to things, whatever, you know. But if you can't grow as you get older then mm-hmm. you're dying essentially mm-hmm. when you stop learning you die you start dying yep and so you know like i say you don't have to change everything but something like oh i'm for or against this politician like that's something that if you if you took a poll i guarantee if you took a poll of this country the vast majority in the conservative realm changed their opinions on trump yep. after he got elected I I mean I didn't I don't I mean, think there's any doubting that. Well, uh, yeah, I I, and, I I started to realize he was going to be a successful president uh, be- before uh, the even the election happened. I mean, I was like, yeah. he was saying all the right things. And it, but it wasn't just that he was saying all the right things; it was that he was willing to go toe to toe with the people that yeah. he. So he was sure. he, beforehand he was putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I'll agree with that, yeah. Um, so the self-funded campaign, all that kind of stuff. I mean, he put his money where his yeah. mouth is, and I was like... I, something I, different. This got to be something. <laughs> something is different about this yeah. guy. That so. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, moving on. Uh, so California has banned uh, state-funded travel to Ohio. Yes. I'm all for this. Yeah, I, I mean, please. A, yeah, <laughs> we don't need we don't need your people here. Yeah, no kidding. So, and the reason why is because Ohio recently passed um, a uh, a budget, and in that budget, it apparently denies care to LGBTQ patients based on moral, ethical, or religious beliefs. In other words, if a Christian doctor does not want to cut off your wiener because it goes against his religious right. beliefs. Um, that is uh, now protected by this budget, right? Or supposedly protected protected by this budget, and um, California really doesn't like that. Of California really don't. wants Christians to cut people's dicks off when they want to. It's an interesting position yeah. to hold. <laughs> Let's get real for a minute here. That's what that's about. Absolutely, it they is. won't cut people's dicks <laughs> off, and they even ask nicely. Right? So could you cut my dick off, please? Please, could you cut off my dick? I really want to. No? Well, California's not going to fund the travel to your right. state if you don't, so oh, please no. cut off my dick. <laughs> Give me a break. This is ridiculous. So, more and I mean, more, have at it. Whatever. I, I, I kind of see... Uh, the, the more time goes on, I kind of see us... I honestly do, and, and I... It really disturbs me to even think this and say this, but... It really seems like we're breaking apart into separate societies. I wish I we mean, would. I wish we would just call it quits and I just mean, say, you know what, you take, you go right, your way, and I'll go mine. Right. It, it really. It's time to go our own way. We don't. We really don't share the way. same vision for this country. No, absolutely not. What? Why? I mean, why do we have to exist in the same country? I don't know why. We don't have to. I mean, that's the but thing. There's a lot of people that are like, "Well, no, we got to stay together." I'm like, "Why?" No. What? They're they're as they're almost as different from us in terms of values and ideology and 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 principles and all of that stuff mm -hmm. as as ISIS. Right. Except not quite as violent. Right. But they're almost as different in terms of what they think is important, what they prioritize. Yeah, absolutely. We don't. How, we don't. How share do you coexist that. like that? Right. You can't. Right. So I, I just don't understand why anybody at this point on either side thinks that we need to maintain this so-called union. Yeah. You go your way and I'll go mine. What difference, what's the difference between that and, and, and the 13 colonies in the first place saying, right. uh, okay, well, we don't – I mean, they, didn't, they still shared a lot of the same principles and values. Mm. There was just a couple sure. of things they, they could well, not – they needed the representation, and then yeah, and they didn't get that. There was a they they wanted uh they didn't want so high a taxes on their breakfast beverage, right? Right. So that was a, that reminds me of a, a Dennis Dennis Miller joke. Oh yeah, he was like he's like taxes these days they're just so freaking high, and you know everybody just seems to be okay with it. But back then, you know they were taxing their breakfast beverage, and they were. They went to war Pissed over off it. about it, yeah. right? And he's like, and it wasn't even coffee, right? That's <laughs> true. So, well, and and most people don't know or realize this because it's not taught, especially from a public school education point. But the colonies were separated because they were founded by different religious groups. Um, so, therein itself, you had 
differing opinions on religion and the way and the standards mm-hmm. of which you should live your life, your daily life. I mean, there were more strict dress codes in certain colonies than others. This is not taught this these days. This was not taught to me when I was in school. I had to read actual history and contemporary articles to even come to that understanding. But, you know, we didn't even have religious freedom in this country when it was found being founded. The colonies were, if you are not of this particular religion, you cannot stay here. You have to go somewhere else. Yeah. It wasn't until Rhode Island came about with yeah. the, the great experiment that we had religious freedom in this country. And so, you know, we, we've always kind of had this divisive thing, but the difference is, at the end of the day, and you can see this with differing most differing religious groups that there are a common core set of values that we still share and we can still get along on some level those walls are being broken down immensely with the way the ideologies that are being taught in colleges and universities and public schools now and everything else we're getting away from all of that mm-hmm. and and so that's the scary part to me is the common, the things that should be common sense that you, you know, should be able to coexist with somebody in the same room without calling them a racist because you don't agree with their opinion. Mm-hmm. Those things are going the way of the dodo bird. Yeah. You know, no, you can, you can just call your, your friends and family members a white supremacist now. And it's, right. and it's like, it's nothing. It's like, it's no big deal. Yeah. I've got insane. family members that call me a white supremacist and That's I'm insane. like, dude, who are you talking to? Right. You know what I mean? It's one thing you hear it from a stranger, but when you hear it from a family member, you're right. like, "Really? This is where we're at? Yeah. Like you know me, right? What have you ever heard me say that's racist? That's insane. So it's insane. yeah, that's where I mean, yeah, that's but I mean, it, it's not po- at all surprising. Politics has 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 inserted itself in, in and divided us even even in the family, and that sucks. It's awful. But you know, maybe it's maybe it's for the better. I don't know. Um, here's some uh, interesting news coming out of uh, uh, the Ohio legislature. So this one from Local 12. Hmm. Uh, school choice Ohio bill would give all students voucher for private school. Um, a new plan would make every school-aged child in Ohio, in Ohio eligible for a voucher to help pay for uh, private education. It's called the Backpack Scholarship Program. The bill hmm. could cause a major shift in education policy because it created a true money follows the student approach rather than funding our public school system. Um, <laughs> this point I think is interesting. Blame it on the fights over masking and vaccines or bullying or a litany of topics that have made parents unhappy with school boards in the past yeah. year. But people behind House Bill 290 say school choice is more popular than ever. Yeah. Which. I almost wonder that's got to be the only solution. I don't want to say it's the only solution, but one of the best one of the best solutions mm-hmm. to our school board issue. School mm-hmm. boards are I, I I I to me it makes no sense. Just the idea of a school board makes no sense. Right. Like it's like anything else. Like why is education, the management of of an education require an elected board? Right. But the management of our, say, I don't know, food, not mm. require an elected board. Mm. We keep ourselves pretty well fed right. without an elected board to manage the <laughs> right. food supply. Right. You're telling me we can manage the food supply without a board, without an elected board, government? 
but we can't manage our own kids' education without that, even though parents actually have the right to pull their kids out of those schools anyway, mm-hmm. but still have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Like the the entire notion to me makes no sense. Now, mm-hmm. because it exists, you know, you right. got to deal with the world as it is, not as you'd like it to be, right? right. You know, I want to make sure that the right people are in those seats. Mm-hmm. But to me, why do those seats exist in the first place? Right. Yeah. Uh, the more, especially if all it is is if 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 it's just a matter of getting them an education, and you really think the state needs to fund it, which I still don't think they do. But if it, no. if you even think that, why does it still require a board? Right. Just send the money to the parents and let them decide and right. say you can only send this money to a school. Right. You can't use this for other things. You, this money goes, and, and you don't even have to give them the money. Just say, say, tell us where to write the checks to. Exactly. And we'll look at it and we'll go, yep, that's a school. Exactly. And not a you know Waffle House. Exactly. Yeah, I've said, since this whole school thing, the school choice thing has become popular in the last couple of years, I've said that if, if a group of teachers or um, even individual teachers, the best thing that we could do, honestly is to get rid of the public school system because it's garbage and we know it's garbage anyway, but to have teachers who, if for parents, because I'm not of this pers- opinion personally, um, I'm of the very opposite, polar opposite opinion, but for the parents who believe that somebody with a degree who's been taught how to teach should teach my children and educate my children and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff, for those kinds of people, um, teachers need to should go out on their own. Yeah. Basically, homeschool these kids. Get a find a group of of parents who want to take their kids out of public schools and not necessarily start a school, mm-hmm. but homeschool as a teacher. The parents pay the teacher directly. And you have basically these little pods of, of homeschool kids. I guarantee you, this country would turn around within I a think generation. So. I think so, absolutely. Within a generation, yeah, yeah. it would. And it would parents turn... would have direct involvement in what their kids exactly. are learning, and yeah, you yeah. could actually manage education for your yeah. child at that point. And imagine you... the imagine what that generation would look like. Right. Oh man, it would be vastly Weird. it would be vastly improved from the right. millennials. Vast right. improvement from the millennials. Yeah. So, I, I yeah I I think um, it's crazy. It would I, I, hopefully this bill passes. I would love to see. Yeah, I would. Have um, you, speaking of that, have you uh, kept up with uh, Cincinnati Classical Academy? Um, I I hear musings in the background. I know they got a building. I was going to say yeah, they yeah, got a building yeah, over there a off of Hunt Road. Yep, yep. In so Redding. that was good. Uh, and I talk to people all the time about it. Um, yeah. And uh, you know that people people bring it up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I interviewed that guy, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, really? I'm like, so I, I usually point him to that episode, yeah. but um, I, I do need to follow up with Jed, uh, Jed, Jed, Jed Hastings, Jed Hastings. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Um, I do need to follow up with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do know that they got a building. Yeah. I know that they the the one that they were waiting to get approval on, they didn't get right uh, back when we were interviewing, but right. they got another one lined up, which is great. I seem to recall they're starting with uh, years one through three, and they're going to yes. add a year as as it goes. So. On. The other thing is that is just interesting, and then we'll move on, but uh, just to point out about the grading system, at least in this current arrangement with the bureaucracy, Mm -hmm. um, when you have kids who excel, it's really hard to put them in in, uh, courses and in classes in an education system that's going to challenge them. Right. You know? Now, I don't know what that's like because I didn't excel when I was in school, but (laughs) but for the kids that do, if you are, you know, just 
breezing through the assignments and you're getting a hundred and fives on all your tests and you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's hard for that. How do you move them up to the, I mean, especially if they're in all their AP courses and all that, you know, they, by all rights, they are, uh, you know, as intelligent as, you know, the smarter kids in the next grade up. Yeah. But do you put them in the next grade up? That's not an easy thing to do. You want people to, you know, you want to be, you want kids to be in their age group. So how does that get handled? And, and, there's no way that the current education system is going to change to accommodate the way no. kids need to be educated. No. But a homeschool approach or a classical academy approach where you're right. sending your kids to something that is that is right for them. Geared towards is yeah. geared towards them. Exactly. Yeah. That makes all the difference. So. Absolutely. This was a just stupid article from the Inquirer. <laughs> um, no, Weird. No they, more... <laughs> Yeah, no more quote-unquote master bedrooms. Jargon with racial overtones wiped from local MLS listings. Real estate agencies on both sides of the Ohio River already have or will drop the term master from their home listings after I do the quotes as if you guys can see. right. Scare quotes. (laughs) Right, right, scare quotes. Uh, From their uh, home listings after uh, years of controversy surrounding the terms uh, racial overtones. Years? What? Years of controversy? What? What? <laughs> what? But what racial overtones? Right. What racial overtones? I mean, What obviously. does master have to do with race? Frankly, what does slavery have to do with race? Right. Every race in the world has been enslaved. Absolutely. What is the connection between race and slavery? Right. Other than the connotations that you insert into mm-hmm. the words. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny when I was uh, so when I went to school I originally I went originally went to college for uh, audio engineering. Gotcha. Yeah. And when you learn MIDI, one of the first things mm-hmm. you learn in MIDI is that there is a controller and there is or a master. Right. And there's a slave. Right. Right. And the master is like the keyboard. Yep. And the slave, I can't remember the details, but you know, I think yeah, you, yeah. Know the, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, that was common terms. Oh yeah. Are we supposed to change all of these terms now? Absolutely. I mean, this is where every bit of it. It's just. It's the same in computer hardware for hard drives and stuff. There's always a master hard drive. Any other hard drives are slaves. What are we accomplishing? <laughs> right. What the hell are we accomplishing by saying it's no longer a master bedroom? Right. My question: What was are it, they going to call it? I, I guess I, uh, primary. Primary instead of master. It's the oh primary bedroom. Yeah, okay. Just, okay. That's not good. That's only going to go over on paper. That's one of those things that... Because you already have how many people in... Like, that's what everybody knows the bedroom, the biggest bedroom in a home as. And, you know, whatever. So, yeah. You want to know what I would do if I ran one of these Give websites with these for these real estates? Oh, you want to know what I would do? <laughs> Here's what I would do. This article comes out and all these other real estate agencies and listings are removing master bedroom. Not only would I keep master bedroom. Right. But every other bedroom, you know what I would rename it to? Slave the slave quarters. <laughs> the slave quarters. That's exactly hey, what I would do. I mean, why Which not? is why I probably would not make a good real estate agent. <laughs> well, this is not even the agents. This is like the MLS. I know. But like, this is the people who who publish all that stuff for right. the agents. So right. I, yeah, right. It, it's, it's Stupidity runs rampant in today's world. Speaking of stupidity running rampant, we have uh. a... Uh, uh, a, a criminal, a violent criminal, who shot a person in the head, who was uh, released from prison early. 
That surely that happened in New York. No, 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 no. Hamilton County, Ohio. Oh yes. Oh. Oh yes. So this one from uh, oh. WL, uh, WLWT. A man who held three people with a gun and shot one in the head has been granted early release from prison by a judge Wednesday. Uh, his name is Danny Aria. Uh, he had a 41-year sentence for the crime. He shot Jerry Fair inside an apartment just above a bar in Arlington Heights in 1999. Um, he applied for judicial re- release because he has lung and colon cancer, uh, is only receiving palliative, uh, I don't know how you say this word, palliative care, and isn't expected to live much longer. Uh, Judge Jennifer Branch agreed to let him go because she said, given the terminal diagnosis, Arya's risk of reoffending is low. Um, but that's not the point. That, well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Now maybe he w- maybe he is still violent. Maybe he's not, but I don't even but, care about that. But well, I do. Well, no, no, well but he, what? Here's what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. Um, how hard is it to pull the trigger? Right. Like, is he like comatose? Right. Is no. he wheelchair bound? He even? can't be. And even if you're wheelchair bound, right? You know, you can still pull the trigger. Right. Right. So. It, I, what, I don't care what his diagnosis is right. unless it is that he's comatose and he just needs to be laying in a hospital bed, which who cares? He can't do anything anyway, right? Um, I mean, fine, you know, chain him to the bed. I don't care. Right. But, but I mean, I, I wouldn't care so much then because they're not. Sure. A, they're legitimately not a threat. They're, sure. they're in a coma. Right. Um, but if he's not in a coma and he's not so sick that he couldn't lift a gun and pull the trigger if he wanted to because he's done that before. Right. Then why would we let him out? Right. What do we, what, you know? like, And that's that's where I fall on it. It's the the terminal uh, diagnosis, whatever else. How many, one, how many times have we seen somebody give a terminal diagnosis mm-hmm. and then they outlive said terminal diagnosis, right. you know, whatever else. Um, but two, I'm sorry. I'm of the opinion you get sentenced to a crime for, for a crime. I don't care. I'm sorry. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. When you commit that crime, you gave up your rights to live in society if yeah. you get convicted of it. And you should die in prison or in jail. I don't really have or that ser- much. Or at least serve the sentence that was applied. Well, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. And in his case, he would die in, in prison. So... I'm not yeah. really. I don't really feel that bad for yeah, you. Wh- why did we like? Did we decide at some point that people just shouldn't have to die in prison, no matter what their crime is? Right. Did did I did I miss a memo? Right. That's insanity. So, but this is this goes back to because it was a judge. So you're talking an elected official, and this is these are the people that people are electing and putting mm-hmm. in positions of authority, which is nuts. But. While some criminals are being let out on the streets in Hamilton, <laughs> uh, some local Marines are being detained because right. of their comments critical to uh, the uh, American government. So uh, local Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller has been detained in the brig at Camp Lejeune. Now, of course, this is October 1st, um, so it's been about a week or so now, so this isn't uh, news to anybody listening, I'm sure. Right. Uh, but we, we haven't talked about it right. yet, and I definitely want to talk about this guy. because oh, this uh, is an important story. Uh, he went to Anderson. Uh, yeah. Um, which I actually didn't know until uh, I, I'd seen the video. You've seen the video, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was great. It was yeah. ballsy as all hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fantastic. Yeah. So uh, he is suspected of violating the following articles because of that video that he did. Contempt mm. towards officials, willfully disobeying a superior commissioned officer, failure to obey an order, 
conduct on becoming uh, an officer and a gentleman. So, Wah. Uh, yeah, uh, huh? Wah. Well, here's the thing. So for, <laughs> let's 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 quote him here. So he said in that video, people are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none are saying we messed this up. Um, what you believe in is only defined by what you are willing to risk. Mm-hmm. This guy is a hero. Yeah. This well, guy is a hero in more ways than one. I hate using that word. But, but he is. Because here's why. Here's why. A hero is somebody that knows the consequences but stands for what's right anyway in the face of those consequences. Sure. So... Something to keep in mind. I mean, because you and I were in the military, yep. so we we kind of have some insight oh, yeah. on this. How ballsy you this can't, is. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot, like, for example, you cannot protest in uniform. Right. All right. You can protest. Right. But you can't protest in uniform. Right. Uh, and he was in uniform when he did right. this. And that was very specific. That was right. very intentional. Um, he knew he was breaking these oh, yeah. uh, these articles. I think at one point he even acknowledged them. it in the video. Oh yeah, I'm sure he did. I mean, I'm sure he did. Um, and you know, uh, he, uh, 17. His mom has, had said in 17 years he had done his job and had never spoken. Um, he thought that it was so important for people to know what a quagmire this whole thing was. Yep. That he was willing to face the consequences of going to jail to tell you. Yeah. Now, I don't want to judge and or anything like that. It's not my place to decide if he is guilty or not. Sure. However, he seems to have admitted that he knew he was breaking these rules. Sure. Um, and these, it's not just rules. This is military law. Right. This is very serious. Right. See, UCMJ. We, right. UCMJ. Um, uh, uh, has a lot more restrictions. Oh, yeah. Just to give you guys some insight, right. for example, um, there is actually, according to the UCMJ, and I think it's still true, there is only one legal sex position, and that is the missionary <laughs> position. <Right. laughs> yeah. yeah. Oral, uh, fellatio, right. that is illegal, right. according to the UCMJ. Now, they don't enforce these rules, but just so you know, they <laughs> right. exist. But you could be brought up if, on if, charges of if them if somebody they wanted, wanted to. They could yeah. bring you up on charges and convict yeah. you. Adultery um, is another one that adultery that, is illegal according to UCMJ. Yeah. So and people a lot do of, get brought up on that. And they do, yeah. So well, particularly when it has an effect on the job, that's when they usually right. bring that stuff up. Right. So they'll 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 only prosecute and convict when they see it have an impact on your job. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that I've ever seen a blow job have that impact. <laughs> Um, at least that anybody could prove. At so. least not a negligible or a negative right. one. So, um, yeah, that didn't come with other, you know, weird scenarios, right? So, but my, the, all of that to say, the point is, is that the laws that are that govern military service members are very, very different than the laws yeah. that govern us. They do not take the Constitution into account. Well, not to the same degree. They're not even. It's not even that they're different. It's that they are heaped upon oh, the yeah. civilian oh, law. Oh, that's another point. Yeah. So, so if you, you have break, two right. sets of laws right. to abide by, so double jeopardy yeah, does, not, does apply not apply in the military. Yeah. yeah. So again, Constitution be damned. When you're in the military, you are not protected by the right. Constitution in the same way. Well, free speech, right? Double jeopardy, 
Those are not right. So if you break a so for example, I, I remember there was a guy who uh, on base. Well, I think well you might not have been there yet, but when I was there, I think I was still in training. Even yeah, there was a guy who got drunk uh, and drove the wrong way on the interstate and killed mm-hmm. a. Uh, 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 ran into a church bus. Do you remember I, that yeah, story? Do you yeah. remember that? Uh, yes. And, and uh, he killed a handful of people. Yeah. It was, it was a tragic, Awful. tragic story. I didn't know the guy, but he was, he was, right. I don't know if he was on the boat at the time. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I was in school. Uh, um, he went through civilian courts and yep. then he went through the military courts we, yeah. for the same exact crime. We had a doc that was tried in both military yeah. and civilian courts up there for terrible things yeah who was also happened to be a local here um, oh how about that right. <laughs> yeah but yeah but it, the, the, the point, point being made yeah, the point is is that the the, 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 the rules are very very different yes. as a service member and this guy knew it 17 years he knew what he was doing oh yeah now the way i see this I think that he should be spared. He should be freed. He should... I think he committed the crime, right? The crime exists. Sure. And he did it, as far as I can tell. Sure. Um, And he did it knowing the consequences, and that makes him a hero. Because he, he was willing... He thought it was so important that we knew what he knew, and that he did it in, 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 uh, in uniform, he thought it was so important to do that, mm. and what he said was exactly right. Right. None of what he said was a lie. No, no, absolutely. I not. mean, he was absolutely. We had all been calling out the government for the exact same thing that they were right. doing in Afghanistan. Right. I mean, these people. We asked them to 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 put their life on the line to sign that blank check. Yeah. Right, and that's what he's doing. And then in return, the government says, eh, "Well, if things don't work out, we'll just." Leave our people behind, and yep. also leave our equipment behind. <laughs> right. Make them I mean, the eighteenth most powerful army in the world. Right, and I'm supposed <laughs> to I'm supposed to put my my faith behind these people after mm-hmm. 17 years of service. You're just going to throw me into the bus and just leave my guys behind enemy lines. Yep. I mean, I he, he in my opinion, he absolutely did the right thing. Oh sure. And now the system's got to do what the system's got to do. Right. Now I've heard. People say that he's in solitary confinement. If that's true, that's fucked up, and that needs to change. I don't he think. He probably I don't know. is. And if he is, that's that's insane. Because because of the charges, they probably have do have him in solitary. Yeah. Um, and I to me that's unnecessary. It is, and they know it. Yeah. But they're going to do it anyway. Um, as far as I'm concerned, this, you know, the the, the system's got to do its thing. Right. Um. Best case scenario is that maybe he just gets a dishonorable discharge, right. but he doesn't serve any time, right? Other than what he's already served, or maybe he just does time served or something right. like that, and then you know he he gets out. Yeah, and and honestly, that's what should happen. That may be the best case that sh- that should be what would be expected. I right. think, you know, yeah, he loses his pension, he gets his dishonorable, well. and and that sucks for him. I understand that. Sure, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, and. I and I don't want that for him, you know what I mean. I want him to get an honorable discharge. Yeah. If anything, I you mean, know what I mean, right. and get his pension. I want him to get everything that's coming to him. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's the thing. He 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 did this. It it he knew what he was doing because he knew the sacrifice he was going to be making. Oh, yeah. To do to do it was so important and worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and I don't want that to be taken away. I don't think it will. 
I don't think it will be in the grand scheme of things. No, I don't so, either. But so I mean, as far as the military is concerned, yeah, he's pretty much shot. Yep. He, he's done there. He, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to get anything from the mm-hmm. military. Now, no, from the private so sector, going out into the job world, whatever, mm-hmm. he's not going to have an issue. No, I, that's I mean, exactly. And, and even he, with a dishonorable, his yes, his life even will not. His life will improve because I'm if sure. I had a, if I if I were running a company and I had a job exactly. to offer, I'd be. I want that guy. chomping at the bit for this. Give guy. me that guy. Yeah. Because that guy's going to tell so me the truth. I think I think that if he gets a dishonorable discharge, he probably will. And maybe he gets convicted, but does just but just gets yeah. time served. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems to me that's appropriate. Yes. Because you don't you can't have military service members engaging right. in this. That can't be right. That can't be made okay because right. they'll use it on the other side too, and they'll use it for ill. Well, exactly. Right. And that's the thing. So and- you'll have you'll have these these. Um, People dressing up in uniform on the left, who are supporting Joseph Stalin and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, yeah. I know it's a bit of an exaggeration, <laughs> but uh, not too much of an exaggeration. Not really. They would certainly, uh, yeah, you know, have no problem with uh, uh, Che Guevara shirts or anything like right. that, incorporating them in their uniform. You know, where do you, right? You know, so there can't be no consequences. It seems to exactly. me. exactly. If yeah. you want the military to function, there cannot be no right. zero consequences. Agreed. That doesn't mean his life has to be ruined. No, it just means, and and it shouldn't be ruined. He doesn't. No. He deserves to be uh, uh, honored as a hero, sure. um, even by the government, even though the government shouldn't, right, and can't, really, right. I think, right. Yeah. So that to me is the best case scenario. I don't blame the the, the military for doing what they're doing. I don't blame him for well, doing what they're doing. Except for the solitary confinement, I just don't yeah. see why that's necessary. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't really get around that. But why not? Because that's just what they do it, it's you you know there's got to be is there a reason though like no. is there a good reason to put okay it's so. in the procedure that's the reason and you know that that's how the military works this is the procedure if we get these charges or if this this is the person you know they're high profile whatever else mm. we we quote unquote fear they may be in danger okay what does that mean nobody knows <sighs> this is what we're gonna do and so you know and like i say I don't blame anybody in this situation for doing what they're doing. Whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. It's um, a very unfortunate situation. But it is unfortunate. But it's also very inspiring, I think. Oh, sure. And this, this We need more people like this. Exactly. And and the thing that kind of irks me, because I'm seeing it all over social media, but nobody's talking about this, this story of the men and women who are standing up to the military, enlisted and officers, and not getting the vaccine because they're... Basically saying you are not mandating me to get this because this is not the same as a flu vaccine. This is not the same as all the other stuff. This is completely separate. Mm-hmm. And they're losing careers. They're losing paid their livelihoods, you know, and everything else because they refuse to get the shot. Yep. And they have, uh, I believe, I saw a video today, I think, until December 15th to either get the first shot and continue on with getting the second or they get um discharged i don't know they didn't i don't you don't know what kind of discharge, i don't yeah I guess. they didn't say be interesting I, to know i think from what i heard more often than not it's an administrative one um because Which still isn't great but i mean when you're one of right. many administrative discharges for the same reason right 
you know, so um, it, it's still better than a dishonorable by far. It's not great though, especially if you've done nothing wrong in your career to this point and then yeah. just refused to get a shot. And this is why you're getting kicked out of the military, not even because you want to be, right. but because your government is being that oppressive. Your military is being that oppressive yeah. towards you, you know. So that's one of these unsung stories that I have not heard anybody talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's going on right now. It's huge. If you go on TikTok and get on the military side of TikTok and you'll see video after video after video of these guys making videos in some of them in uniform even. Um, but reading off their uh, counseling chits that they're getting from their commands and stuff that... Um, you know, oh, well, you're disobeying direct order and mm -hmm. things like that. So, yeah, it, it's this whole thing is a mess. But in part, part of me thinks it's by design as well. Oh, because sure. because It's the same thing they're we, doing with the cops. They want the good ones out so they can replace them with right, the communists. With, with people that yeah. just that's take orders. That's the thing orders. that scares me. And, and that's the thing that scares me about putting these, putting people up on a pedestal. Yeah, uh, including police and including oh, yeah. military, Absolutely. even because at some Absolutely. point it may not be the guy that's going to go to bat for you that you're right. putting up on a pedestal. You're, yeah, you may be just because the guy they will following replace orders. Replace the guys that the guys that would with the guys that won't. Right. Well, and two, we saw what happened when Biden was vice president under the Obama administration. We saw the military gut. We saw firsthand the military gutted because we were in during that time. Um, and so this this to me kind of feels the same as a, a kind of a back doorway, kind of yeah. like how they got rid of the guys who, you know, oh, well, you failed your way in for your your PFA. Um, and so we're going to discharge you from the military because of that, because you're held to you. You're supposed to fit within our weight standard, right. whatever else. It kind of seems like a backdoor way to, to weed people out and see, you know, who's on my side, who's not, who's who's really willing to stay in and who's not. Yeah. And it just seemed I, I would be interested to see the numbers of military members who get discharged be, over this, over this mandate stuff. Yeah, because it seems like a way to gut the military again. Mm -hmm. Because Trump restored it to what it used to be before the Obama administration. Yeah, and now we're seeing it go right back the other way. So in <laughs> Delhi, in Delhi, this just. Unbelievable. We have a teacher that is accused of possessing child pornography. This is... Alan Greeb. He stood in the courtroom instead of the classroom Thursday morning. This is from uh, WCPO. Uh, accused of possessing child pornography. Uh, he's a teacher at Delhi Middle School. Was arrested Wednesday. Police said the arrest was made during the school day. Greeb, a band and orchestra teacher, was taken by law enforcement from Delhi Middle School in handcuffs without incident. Uh, the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office charged Greeb with two counts of pandering sexually oriented material involving a minor and one count of pandering obscenity with a minor. All three charges are felonies. I bring this up because I bring it up. Uh, I brought it up before. We, you have to understand when you are sending your kids to school. And I think, let me rephrase that because the parents understand this. Yeah. There's people that are not the parents that don't. Right fully appreciate this right right the parents already understand this yeah when parents send their kids to school they're putting their most prized for lack of a better term possession in the yep. hands of effectively strangers yep they don't know all of the people who are keeping an eye on their kids right 
And any one of them clearly could be a monster. Right. I'll even broaden it out. It doesn't nest. It doesn't end at schools. You're also talking churches. Yep. You're also talking sports teams. You're also talking if you let your kids go spend the night at somebody else's home. Mm-hmm. You, it, I don't care if you know them or not. You're still putting their well-being and livelihood in those people's hands. Yep. And that brings the, the question to mind. Since I'm a parent, I definitely understand this. Who are my kids with? And do I really know them? Do I trust them? Mm-hmm. You know, with my children, especially when, like, at a school, at a middle school, they're very susceptible. They're very impressionable at that age. You know, and does it does it only go to the point that it went? Or if he had been allowed to stay longer without it being known, what could have also happened? You know, well, and going back to your homeschool pod uh, scenario that you brought up, yeah, um, you would be in that situation potentially more tuned in and plugged in absolutely. to who it is that has access to your kids. Yeah, I, right? absolutely. And and that's really what it comes down to, and and especially with school, every year they trade out, right? You know what I mean? They, oh, yeah. I, I mean, and shit. When you get into high school, right? You know, you have different teachers every you know every hour, right? Do you know all of them? I did. How in well? School too, right? Yeah. My parents didn't know a single one of my teachers. Right. Mine neither. I, I mean, how could you? Right. Yeah. That's I, a, I, in middle school, I, that, had, I had seven different teachers every single day. That to me is, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. To me, that is a flawed scenario. It is. We should not have a system where too many strangers have access to too many kids. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Delhi, how big is that school district? I mean,. That's got to be a very large school district, oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, it's, d- you know? it's dense. It's a densely populated yeah. area for sure. So yeah. you're talking hundreds and hundreds of kids, you know, in in direct influence of these people that you have no idea who they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the last story we got to talk about is this uh, incident that happened with these uh, Chinese flags oh, placed boy. in front of candidates, school board candidate signs, Democrat yeah. school board candidate signs. Right. So this is about a week and a half ago now that this happened. Uh, and it made the news. Right. Which is like, which is, why? <laughs> right. Like, this is such a non-story. Absolutely. But you it know? happened to a Democrat, so it is a story. Right. I mean, considering... <laughs> Let's be real. Considering, you know, the, the, the glitter bombs that get right. sent to people on the right and the dog shit that gets sent to people right. on the right in the mail and all the other, like, intimidation that happens to people. Yeah. A Chinese flag right. defacing somebody's lawn just to call somebody a communist is like... Right. It, it reminds me of that meme where James Franco is... Uh, is at the gallows and he's about to get hung, uh-huh. you know, from that movie or whatever it was that he was so, in. Yeah, so. there's a there was a and it was a it was kind of a comedy movie and there was a, there was a part where there was this guy crying on the guy crying next to him. Yeah, because he was about to be hung. Yeah, but James Franco had been there like I don't know how many times. He's like first time, you know, and he had that <laughs> grin on his like that shit eating grin on his face. Like is this your first time? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's immediately what I thought of when people freaked out about these little Chinese flags. Yeah, I was like. Is this your first time being right. you know, dealing with something like this? Because this is like, right. this is nothing. Yeah, this is not a thing. This is right? the equivalent of somebody like like calling you a Nazi or a racist or an actual slur, and then you coming back with, "Oh, well, you're a butthead." Like right. it, this is such. This is. But nothing. that's the thing, you guys. They, the, de- the Democrats and the left they call Republicans and conservatives yeah. racist all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
And the one time somebody did something kind of funny and put a, a communist flag right. on, a, on somebody's lawn to indicate that these Dems are communists. Okay. Right. I mean, tell me something I don't already again, know. First time? <laughs> right. Is this your first time being accused of something, some bullshit? Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know what that's like. Gee whiz, right? right? Um, right. So that's that aspect of it, right? Oh, yeah. The other aspect of it is one of the candidates happens to be uh, the mother to... Um, she's a white mother, but mm-hmm. she adopted some Chinese children. Right. So she takes, this at a, uh, takes it as a personal attack of against her because she has... Now, the, the, she even acknowledges that the flags were placed in front of all of the candidates' flags... Weird. But she makes it about her and her Chinese kids. Of course she For does. For all the person knows who laid the flags down, they don't even know that this person has Chinese kids. It had nothing to do with it. The right. whole reason why the Chinese flag was selected was because they were trying to call the Democrats communists. Exactly. Now, I'm not condoning it. It's defacing property. It yeah. is. If somebody did that to me with a Nazi flag, I right. would be outraged for right. sure. Right. I wouldn't go to the press. <laughs> well, I might go to the police and say, hey, right. this makes me nervous. I don't know right. who this is that's doing this, and I don't want people defacing my property. Exactly. I want to report just so that I've got it on record. Yeah, right? that's fair. So I might do that, but I wouldn't go to the press. Right. These guys went to the press. Well, right? I mean, because how free advertising. Well, right. How right. close are we to election yeah. day? This you was know, a, a this was away? this was really this whole thing was really just a reminder that hey guys, Democrats are running in this election. Just so you know, that's right. all this is. That's it. Now, that is if you believe that it was a conservative even that did this. That was going to be my point. How because much we want to bet? <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a police report. I haven't heard anything about a police police report. It wasn't in the article that I read. I doubt. Um, it. I don't think there is one. I doubt. I think it. they jumped on an opportunity and they were being opportunistic as this woman clearly was because if you're going to immediately just make it about you and your Chinese kids when there's nothing to indicate that it has anything to do with that you're just being an opportunist oh yeah right especially since we're so close to November 2nd right right? so that to me is what that was about Um, I don't think I don't think this candidate actually is concerned in the slightest bit and, and how could they be, you know, honestly? Because it wasn't other, a direct threat to anybody. It wasn't a direct threat, no. It was <laughs> like, It was the most harmless... It's one of the most right. harmless crimes... Right. Right? That could ever happen. This is like so It is defacement house. of property, and, yeah. if, and whoever did it should be, should be sure. charged and prosecuted sure. in, in accordance with the law, and right. I'm good with that, right? Right. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't care. Right. It's not... Right. This, is, this is as far from a non-issue as can get. Right. Or as far from an issue as can get, yeah. right? So it just it this was this was opportunism <laughs> at its best, yeah. Um, but or at its worst, really. But oh, well, again, sure. who who with all these uh, doorbell cameras that we have now, right? It was on multiple properties. I think it was like three of them, right? Like, did nobody capture this incident? Did nobody capture the person that that did it? Right. I just. I'm very suspicious that this was... Now, I'm not... Here's the thing. It could just as easily be a uh, conservative as a leftist. Oh, That's yeah. the thing. Absolutely. That's exactly the point. And Absolutely. there's no evidence one way or the other. Right. So the thing is, is that it's being used to smear an entire group of people. Of course. For the actions of possibly only one rogue asshole. Right. Who I would have been like, dude... 
all you're doing, you're you, and he is an asshole. If yeah, it yeah. was a conservative, it's an asshole no matter what. Yeah. But if it was a conservative, it's an asshole because they're giving ammunition unnecessarily exactly. to the left right before an election. Right it's before. Like, don't do that. Right. Don't deface their shit. Don't steal signs. Quit it. Right. You're not helping. Right. You're not helping the cause. So if this is a conservative, and I'm suspicious of whether or not it is, but if yeah. it is, you're an asshole. Y'all... Don't do that shit. Right. You're making it easy on them to to capitalize and 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 create an opportunity. But for sure, my suspicion is we're never. First off, we're never going to find we're out. Never going to know. Yeah. My bet, if I was a betting man, is it probably was a leftist. That oh yeah. To because leftists do that. It's a small left say, situation. That's yeah. what they do. They create these hoax incidents. Yep. And then they capitalize on it. Yep. This is this is this is part. This is. 101, this is right out of the playbook. Yep. And it worked. Right. It worked. Oh, Shit. Yeah. This woman got 600 reactions, 142 comments Good on her post about all of this. Previous posts, she maybe got 20 or so. <laughs> right. 600? This is opportunism. And you know it got shared out, too. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, 188 shares. There you go. On her, and, then, and then the media. This was free advertising and nothing more. Yep. This was, let's create a story so that we can advertise without having to spend any money. Yep. That's it. It's cunning. It's clever. But right. that's what it was. And it worked. Even if it was a conservative that did it, they knew how to capitalize on right. it. Right. Well, and two, I don't, I'm not really convinced that it was a conservative anyway. Because how often do you see the people on that side of the, of the political aisle stoop to that level? It's not that it doesn't happen. Sure. But there it are is assholes in every camp. That's what I said at Empower rare. You. But here's the, th- here's the and thing that makes me think it could be a conservative that did it. Um, it makes me laugh. <laughs> true. Well, and, yeah, and, yeah. And I know that sounds goofy. But no, no, but that's but, absolutely true. But I'll explain. The fact that it makes me laugh tells me that it's possibly, it's more likely somebody with my sense of humor. Right. Right? Putting a communist flag in front of a bunch of Dems uh, yard signs is kind of funny to me. Oh yeah. I don't condone it. He's an asshole for doing right. it. Right. But not because he you know uh because of what he did to these candidates. Because he didn't do anything to these right, candidates right. by doing that. All he all he did was he made it help made it good for them to made it made gave them something to play the victim off of, right? Right. Um but because it comes off as my sense of humor, it makes me sound like it's somebody <laughs> that's a conservative. Maybe I don't think the left would be capable of resonating and understanding what would make me laugh. But I, I think, in fact, I know they're not. Right. So that's the only thing that makes me go, maybe it was a conservative because it's because it resonates with my sense of humor. Sure, but, but you're assuming the intent behind it as well. My point being, it's very easy for somebody like them to do exactly like you said, create an opportunity for free advertisement because well, this is a conservative buzzword yeah 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 so you know? it's still it's so. again it's just as it just as easily could be somebody on yeah. the left as somebody on the right because uh people on the right they have uh that they do have that kind of sense of humor absolutely for sure yeah uh but people on the left are definitely very capable of uh, right hoaxes you, like this you're assuming somebody wants to be funny as opposed to somebody wants to be malicious with their intent right yeah. Right, and it depends on what the motive is, and we'll never know because we'll never right. know who did it. Um, and probably the reason why we'll never know who did it is because it wasn't who right. these people think it was. I was gonna say if it was a conservative, or are pretending it was. Yeah, if it was a conservative, I guarantee you we would find out at some point. Yeah, I guarantee you because yeah. that person would be put on blast 
everywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so that about wraps it up. Right. Uh, sorry again for the delay in episodes, guys. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you. It's a busy time of again, year, man. It, well, I mean, with the election and coming up election, and everything else, I'll t- I mean, uh, it's you know. been nuts. I'll be, I'll be on. I think I've told you guys this. I'm going to be taking all of December off because yep. um, I'm just going to need it really, really badly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the drama of everything, guys, I'll just, oh, man. Like I said, maybe one of these days, maybe somebody will force my hand. I don't know. Right. I'll, 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 I'll fill you guys in on the crazy shit that I've been involved in. But, <laughs> ugh, just insane. But we'll see. Uh, either way, I mean, I'm going to, I am going to do one, one day, I'm going to do a, uh, just an episode that talks about what it's like to get involved in politics. Yeah. You know, because I think people need to know. Absolutely. I think, I think people don't know yeah. what they're getting themselves into. It has been a learning experience, um, huh? <laughs> you know, sometimes I wonder if I've bitten off more than I can chew. You know right. I mean? Where, I, you know, I've gotten involved. And I, I want people to, I want people to, if they decide they do want to get involved, to know what they can do. I sure. will say this. The thing I've been realizing uh, and I've been learning about is that the best thing that any one person can do if they want to get involved in local politics or in politics at all, the single best thing any one person can do is get involved at the precinct level. Yeah. And that means either running as a precinct executive, which is really not hard to do. Right. Especially if like it's a vacant seat, (laughs) they'll appoint you. (laughs) Right. I mean, they will, they'll (laughs) appoint you. So, um, but if there is a precinct executive, introduce yourself, volunteer, knock on doors, collect data. There's, so much stuff that needs to get done that's not getting done. Right. That if we just did those things and we did it all over and we did it in all the precincts, it would make all the difference. Oh, absolutely. We've got very red areas that look purple. Right. And it only looks purple because people are not... Uh, look at it this way. The Dems are very good at standing outside the polls all day long, recruiting yep. people to stand outside the polls all day long and pass out the pink slips. Right. And that actually makes the difference, especially in local elections sure. where you win by 100 or 200 votes. Right. You know what I mean? That makes all the difference. Yeah. Campaign. You can campaign for months and months and months and not, and it wouldn't make the same amount of difference, I, I would think, right. as having enough people standing out there. Now, sure. you, do need to, you do need to get out the vote. That's the big thing is, yeah. is getting people to show up. You need turnout, especially in these off-year elections. Right. Um, but you could do that. If you worked at the precinct level and were knocking on doors and yeah. getting people and keeping people involved and keeping sure. people in tune with what's going on, so if, sure. um, if anybody has any questions about that, you're welcome to email us. Uh, yeah. What's the email again? Canceled out. Canceled out podcast at gmail dot com. So if you have any questions about that, I'd love to talk to people about yeah. it because I, I mean, I, I'm I'm doing a lot of that work now, yep. and it's not hard to do. I mean, it's, it's it takes work. more time than it's effort, work. It's you know? yeah, but I mean. There's basics yeah. involved. So yeah. um, the single best thing any one person could do is get involved at the precinct level. Yeah. That's where we need the most help, guys. Right. If you want to protect your freedom, you have to use the system that's in place. Right. Yeah. Until you until the system doesn't exist anymore. Right. But right now the system is in place and you're not using it. Yeah. That's to, so let me I'll just say just to kind of wrap things up, just my thoughts on this. People like to talk about the civil war and 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 you know we're gonna have to rise up and all that and right, I'm like you know right. I'm if that's what has to happen so be it right I understand if if we end up having to rise up to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government I understand mm-hmm. but if there's a system in place that you could be using and you're not to avoid that it's like why aren't you exhausting all other options before. Uh-huh 
some kind of violent revolution. Mm -hmm. Like, violent revolution happens when all other options have been exhausted. Or don't exist. Or don't exist. Right. And we have so many things we could be doing that we're not. And that's where I'm like, guys, I mean, obviously defend yourself, right? Absolutely. But, But we don't need, I mean... We don't need to be talking about a violent revolution or civil war or yeah. any of that kind of stuff right now. Right. We need to be focused on what we can do. Yeah. There's plenty we can do that we're not There's doing. There's plenty we can do that we're not doing. So. <laughs> yeah. And with that, uh, we'll uh, wrap it up there. And yeah. Thanks again, Scott, for coming yeah. over. And thanks for having me, man. Yeah, for sure. It's been good. Uh, glad we uh, got to do this, and we will talk to you all on the next one.